Welcome to the Uplock Podcast. This is your host, Mr. Backwards. A very good morning, guys. A new Monday, a new podcast. And today, we re-invited Reggie from the Gather Network. Most recently, they finally launched a mainnet called Mercury. So there's a lot to discuss. Good day, Reggie. Great start of the week. How's life in Dubai? Pretty good, man. You know, it's uh, nice and warm over here, sunny Dubai. Uh, not so many corona restrictions uh, and everyone's getting vaccinated. So, yeah, life's yeah. good, bud. Uh, mainnet release just happened. So, fantastic. How are you doing, bud? Uh, doing doing great. Uh, it's, it's a bit more boring here at my side here in the Netherlands. I think I see the, the most pictures on my timeline that's expressing fun uh, are the ones from uh, Dubai. Um, <laughs> but that mainly has to do, I think, with the COVID restrictions. So you also got a uh, got a vaccine shot already? Yep, I got both my shots. For my age, that's something here for only around June or something. So that's, uh, that's uh-huh. a whole different world. Um, yeah, so first of all, congrats on the Mercury launch. That's, uh, I mean, you, you guys have been working on it for like three years. And now Gather has its very own mainnet. Um, I think you and me both understand why it's so important, but for the people who are listening who, and yeah, we're just figuring out, okay, why is this a big deal? What's the big deal? I mean, before explaining why it's a big deal, like we, we've been here for three years, right? We, we raised mm-hmm. the seed in 2018 in the dojo. Uh, we were supposed to raise funds later that year, the bear market hit, you know, we, we, we struggled and I mean, struggle is not even the right word to use for <laughs> two years with life savings, you know, like literally like the typical crypto Twitter ramen life exactly yeah. is what happened. I've been there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone who went through the crypto winter knows what was up. And um, then, you know, the private sale, all that happened and all the good stuff that's happening now. And then when we saw the Genesis block go live and all, you know, we're checking the logs and everything is fine. All the mining is happening as we planned through the websites. It was mm-hmm. like, um, a watershed moment it's just you know it's you can't really describe it i think everyone even though we're a very distributed team was just uh yeah it it was a long time coming to put it lightly (laughs) i can imagine because you are ramping up to to, you know to this very you know specific moment for for years and uh, you're telling about what the technology is capable of but you still have to show for it. So, yeah, I can imagine it. Uh, they, those are uh, very nerve-wracking seconds. Oh, yeah. Everything was fine with the launch. It was, it was good. Awesome. Um, mining properly. But why, so, you know, coming back to the point of why it's so important is that this actually means that publishers can come and sign up with Gather. 100%, no problems um, with our existing publishers, new people. Um, and, yeah, we'll, we're going to have more camp. So, right now, there's a media campaign coming up. Uh, where we can attract more publishers. So basically a customer acquisition strategy. And mm-hmm. from Monday onwards, we're going to be doing a large marketing push for 30 days, um, you know, in lieu of mainnet essentially. So again, just a customer acquisition strategy going forward. We were waiting awesome. for this moment for a long time. And it didn't make sense to go very heavy on marketing until we could, people could use the product essentially. Yeah, no, exactly. Because it was, you know, first, I mean, most, most projects start out, you know, with an idea, with a vision, with a mission, uh, and, and, and so on. So now you, you guys are actually ready to implement and onboard uh, publishers. So, Correct, and, yes. Um, so this also unlocks, like, all the opportunities for 
the people you know on the other side of the public uh, publishers to to also you know earn earn something while they are browsing the web so that's that's pretty amazing stuff um, it is. it's huge uh it's gonna be a very interesting month put it that way you know with all this um with this heavy marketing specifically we, we were doing some form of marketing before but nothing as heavy as the uh, upcoming 30 days yeah. all right all right well that's uh so may is going to be the month for uh for you guys <laughs> um <laughs> yeah reggie so after this this obviously big release um and and besides the marketing stuff what was going on this uh this month what's next on the uh, horizon for uh for you and the guys at the at the distributed offices <laughs> uh for sure so the next couple of steps is one is the next mass node batch is opening up um mm -hmm. you know the apy and how many slots will open up will be by, in the next two or three days we're going to announce it um mm -hmm. so that's going to come up i know everyone a lot of people ask for master nodes it's been very very uh profitable for a lot of people who especially gotten very very early um but you know as uh, we have an increase in price it becomes a little more cost prohibitive for larger uh for new enter for smaller yeah. yeah smaller people to enter even with shared nodes for example so mm -hmm. we're going to be introdu introducing a new master node batch with some uh the mechanics have changed a bit or, or rather the apys and requirements so we can you know uh, cater to a wider audience here mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then after that what's going to happen is so one thing is that when you have master nodes right now the system is that if someone wants to you know stop their master node or stop running it um they have to request it unstakes after seven days essentially and then they can go sell their tokens on the open market which causes you know volatility at the end of the day so yeah. what, we, what we came up with a couple months ago is that instead of having to do that you know you shut down your node etc etc is that mm -hmm. all mass node holders will be airdrop an nft and this nft can be sold in the secondary market where and what that does is that you don't have to lose your tokens or sell your tokens and create volatility on the primary market uh and you don't have to shut down your node whoever you sell your nft to now owns those tokens essentially ah uh, okay all right so it's so it's basically an iou for the tokens you were planning to to sell to actually take profit from the moss node rewards um so that's kind of so yeah mm -hmm. so like let's say uh you have a master node mm -hmm. if you wanted to get out you're going to sell it right mm -hmm. you're going to shut you're first going to shut down your node you're going to then mm -hmm. sell it sell the tokens right to realize mm -hmm. your profit at the end of the day mm -hmm. um but in this case you're going to get you have you will get an nft and you mm -hmm. can just go to the auction and you can put your price there for for the nft and you realize your profit that way instead of having to shut down the node you know spend time energy and then sell your tokens as well ah okay so in in this case it would it if you want to cash out quickly for instance you could also sell your you know your nft below market value of the you know gather token for instance correct so you can okay without inflicting the actual price decrease on the open market correct and the thing ah. is there's we have like multiple batches right and every batch has different requirements mm -hmm. and different people got in at different cost basis so people mm -hmm. who got in at batch 1 they had a very very low cost basis right like for a mass mm -hmm. node for them it was maybe like four thousand or five thousand dollars whereas mm -hmm. the last batch it was very it was a lot higher it was like some twenty thirty thousand dollars so mm -hmm. different people are going to be selling at different price points um and if this allows people to maintain those you know you can have those cost basis transferred over to the next owner of the nft and master node mm -hmm. awesome well it, it makes sense i mean that's uh, 
at, at, at one point you want to give the people uh, you know a way to monetize their their profits or, or, to, or to to cash out so to say but this is a very yeah it's a very nice uh, solution I must say thanks oh we have a couple of things coming up as well so um, you know we have to like we have two other uh, product releases uh, it's like let's say the correct word so we have Minerva and we have Jupiter right so Minerva is on-chain staking uh, with Masternodes. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is where Masternodes will be publicly available, where you can actually come run it via our partner Anchor, or you can self-host it depending on what you really prefer. You know, some people aren't really tech-savvy. They, they don't know how to run bare metal servers, or they don't even know how to, let's say, host on cloud services like AWS, Azure, or whatever mm -hmm. it may be. Um, and currently, we have a referral program going on, which is closed. It's, it's more like we're... Be speaking to certain um, reps, let's call them, and we have, we're working, we're kind of testing out the referral program specifically for publishers right now. This will mm -hmm. be rolled out publicly for the in a Minerva release as well, um, and a few other product releases as well, um, which is more about payouts. Uh, yeah. All right. So those are the the other two planets that are uh, on, <laughs> on on the horizon: Minerva and Jupiter, just after yeah. Mercury has launched. Yeah, correct. So in Jupiter, we have Gather Cloud, we have Child Chains that are coming out, uh, and then we're going to have the SDK for the application, uh, for the publisher side. There is something I will mention is that we have a very, very interesting thing happening with Child Chains. Um, so do keep out for socials. I'm not sure when we're going to announce it, but when we do, it's going to be very exciting. I'm sure the community is going to love this. So there's plenty of stuff coming up besides, you know, the, the, the marketing of, of the, uh, you know, just setting your product in into the market. Uh, yep. So there's also a lot of stuff to reach for all the the more tech savvy guys. Uh, yeah, that's great. Hey, and and you currently also still in your Series A funding round. Um, Correct. So what does it mean for for a company, but especially for for Gather, of course. So Gather is very interesting, like because um, how we're taking approaching Series A. As mm -hmm. an office, how Gather is structured is that you have the foundation and then you have, let's say, Gather operating entities, right? The mm -hmm. operating entities from Gather would receive a, would apply essentially for to the foundation to receive a marketing, business development, and technological development contract that's renewable every five years. The community would then vote and the foundation members would then, um, you know, approve the vote or not to award this contract every five years. Um, the operating entities, the three different companies, do go out to the business development. They do the tech maintenance or further tech development, if you will, and any kind of daily operations, right? That mm -hmm. entity itself is a revenue generating entity, right? Which go, which then goes back into buyback and burns, et cetera. So that generates USD revenue um, from the cloud services specifically. So on that basis, we're able to raise series A funding or equity mm -hmm. uh, and uh, tokens. The actual terms right now, it's, it's a hi uh, hybrid round, which are, I believe, quite popular right now with post-listed to uh, tokens. A uh, few have had, uh, I believe, hybrid rounds go on, go on. Nothing crazy like the 2017 times where mm -hmm. you're seeing like stupid amounts of money being raised, you know, three, 400 million times. It's, it's a very mm -hmm. small raise of about $5 million at a $40 million post money valuation mm -hmm. uh, right. with a uh, kicker as well with tokens. Hmm. So that, that, that you, you're just like setting yourself up to just maintain the, the running cost, but also branch out at, at the same time uh with well, this capital we're, we're good right now in terms of um 
uh, burn, etc., and runway. We were very covered at this point. Uh, more importantly, what the use of funds here is, uh, it's going to be used for two, three main things. One of them is we're going to acquire an existing cloud company. And the reason for doing this is that instead of going out and acquiring these users organically or even with media buying strategies, it's quicker and it's cheaper for us to do it um, by acquiring, let's say, an at-risk business. You know, especially in times of, like, it may not be the best way to say this, but there are many businesses that are not doing too well right now, given the current situation of the world, right? Yeah. So these businesses can be acquired at a discount from market. Uh, and that just accelerates the adoption of Gather at the end of the day. And from a, you know, from a burn perspective or uh, earnings perspective right now, with cloud services, you know, we're already revenue generating. So it's, it's, uh, that's covered from that end. That's already uh, upon itself a huge achievement. I think not that many projects uh, can, can say the same. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I also saw uh, you guys are handling the, the foundation and governance uh, in a very transparent manner, you know, with the, with the board seats. What can you tell us about that? Oh. Well, so, I mean, we, there's so many different types of governance modules that exist right mm -hmm. now, uh, on-chain, off-chain, etc. And one thing we've seen, like, you know, I think Ethereum, uh, I don't, okay, I, if I say this, I'm sure someone's going to come and really tear me apart. <laughs> but uh, in all honesty, Ethereum has a lot of devs. Um, and the problem is there's that old saying, too many chefs uh, ruin the soup or ruin the pot. Yep. And that's essentially what you're ha having. They have all the resources, all the brain power in the world, but yet they're very slow. Mm. And that's, I believe, personally, I believe that's because of how they've designed their governance, right? Mm -hmm. Now, you don't want that there's, the initial governance was that anyone can come and create a proposal and the community can come and vote. But we've seen in the past that th these votes can be gained very easily with whales coming in and just buying the supply and gaming the vote, right? Yeah. They could... And, and create a very horrible proposal, like, I don't know, burn 99% of the supply or something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, so that's where the foundation comes in. The uh, community actually has to approve uh, all external foundation members and internal foundation members. And there's already, I think I might have put a couple of teasers out showing uh, who's already applied. We have six applications, I believe, for the board seats, um, not including myself, because the gather team is voted internally on mm -hmm. Um, and there's 12 total seats. Awesome. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I think it's just it just stands out uh, on my timeline. And I think also for for other people that you're like actively um, you know talking about this and how this is being being set up. Um, it, it, it's just cool to see, and it feels much more that that you're taking uh, your um, you know being a a company more serious than you know just a blockchain project. Project. Yeah. Yeah. We've always had that approach from the beginning is that this is a business first, mm -hmm. you know, not a project. And you have to treat it like that. You have to have KRAs, KPIs, accountability, transparency, all of that to whatever extent possible at the end of the day, right? Mm -hmm. um, because if you take it as seriously as that, yeah. only then will you go further. Yeah, yeah. Hey, um, you also mentioned that, you know, that uh, acquiring companies also, uh, you know, ex extends the reach of of of, of gather um but yeah. partnerships are also a big driver of uh, uh adoption and, and you guys have not been been sitting still but 
no. What's cooking right now, Reggie? For yeah, is there any any stuff being worked on that we are not aware of? So I think for us, um, we're trying to make a big push into the U.S. market for publishers specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason being is that what we've realized or what feedback we've gotten is that once you get one large U.S. publisher, mm-hmm. uh, uh, let's say a, a household name kind of publisher, it just it's it, it turns into a rolling snowball effect mm-hmm. versus let's say a large publisher on the other side of the world because of just how influent, influential these large publishers are. I, and then recently we've had a couple of partnerships happen, I think with YFDI, uh, Collective, Collective Evolution, and we have a couple others in the works with crypto companies specifically. Mm-hmm. But um, a big push is definitely happening in the US and we're actively working on this. It's been going on for a couple of weeks. Awesome. Yeah, so so you're just aiming for 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 other you know big publishers to, uh, well, let's say, copycat the other guys because if it works then then it works and if they if they see the added value for them and the 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 ease of use for for their readers and the new uh model for monetization um yeah i can also see it snowball uh pretty pretty quickly um oh for sure yeah you just need one large large brand name to come and adopt it then everyone's going to start seeing it. People are going to ask questions and then, you know, the snowball effect starts taking, uh, taking over. Awesome. Hey, Reggie, before we wrap up this, uh, uh, quick conversation, I have to ask you, I mean, there's a whole big fuss <laughs> going on. Uh, you know, in, in, apparently in, in October, some guys from Twitter are going to fight each other. Will we see you in the <laughs> ring as well? Yes, sir, you will. Um, really? And I'll actually explain because I don't, yeah, you will. I don't think many people know the backstory to this. I, I'll be going out against Crypto Cactus uh, as the undercard. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, <laughs> Re- Reggie, are, are you training? Do I need to put my money on you? Uh, Please tell me. Yes, I think you should put your uh, your money on me. Yes, Done. definitely. I'm training. Um, we still have five months. Mm-hmm. So we're going to see how, you know, what happens in month three and where everyone stands. I think. And here, here's a backstory that many people don't know. So it was me, uh, Crypto Cactus, Charles from Rarestone, Cameron from Rarestone, Luke as well, and Farouk, uh, the CFO of Gather. We went out for, uh, and, and Mo, obviously, right? Uh, Abu Salah yeah, yeah. On, on Twitter. Yeah. So we went out for boys' night and, uh, you know, how most boys' night kind of go. Um, we had a couple of, uh, a lot of drinks, if you will. <laughs> and after a certain round of tequila shots, mm-hmm. Um, a wager went between uh, Farouk and Cameron about because they both were they both used a box, right? Mm-hmm. So it just it just happened um, where they're going to be the main event, and we said October fifteenth is the date. And right there, we started placing bets. So I put ten thousand on Farouk. Some guys put money on Cam, and then um, me and Cactus just uh, decided as well. And that's how it happened. And then the last couple of days, it just opened up to everyone. <laughs> awesome! That's crazy! That's crazy! Uh well, I might be watching you from outside of the ring, uh, Reggie. <laughs> All right, for sure, for sure. Thank you for today. Uh, wish you a great week ahead, or but more, more important, a, a great month ahead. Um, yeah, pretty exciting stuff coming up. Thank you again. 100%. Thank you for having me. Of course. Man. All right. <laughs>